the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know what you're trying to say, baby. You're trying to say, oh, yeah, it's business time. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Joining me now, Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. Rosen? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, Anything economically jumping out at you right now? You know, right now it's uh, kind of slow. We're getting ready for GDP to come out next week. We get our first look at Q3. Um, yesterday we saw the housing numbers that were, you know, you know still pretty robust. Uh, it topped um, 1,200, you know, for the first time since June, and it was the second time that we've had two months of 1,200 plus uh, housing starts since 2007. So it looks like things are. You know, getting at least back on track to the acceleration that we were expecting to happen in 2015 uh, after the numbers at the end of 2014 showed some signs of strength. So that's good. Uh, Really, you know, we're just kind of in a holding pattern, you know, waiting to see on the political front what's going to happen on November 3rd when the debt ceiling uh, comes due and then back in uh, what's going to happen in December. You know, I think that for all intents and purposes, that we know the Fed doesn't isn't probably going to react to raising rates this year based on the incoming economic data and the global economic situation. So I think that you know right now we're just looking at uh, you know some types of events that could cause some disruptions. U.S. budget deficit is lower than before the 2008 financial crisis, but good news is tempered by concerns on the you know the debt load and on the economy. Um, how do you feel about where we are as far as the debt and the deficit um, from the government side of the fence? I'm not concerned, and I don't think the market's concerned because interest rates haven't okay. moved, even though the, the deficit has definitely grown over the last, you know, six years. So, you know, what are we going to do? What, what, what's the the optimal deficit? I don't know. Uh, what I do know is that, you know, failing to raise the debt ceiling it would be, I don't know, catastrophic is the right word, but it could have you know, serious repercussions, uh, you know, definitely major disruptions in the Treasury market, major disruptions in, in global uh, transfer payments. So, you know, right now I'm more interested in the near term, what's going to happen in two weeks than what's going to happen, you know, six years from now, let's say, if, uh, you know, the deficit continues to grow at the rate that it's grown, you know, we start to see, you know, 110, 120% debt to GDP. What, what would that do? But, uh, you know, right now, my, my major concern is, you know, are we going to see a major disruption in the Treasury market? And if the Treasury market seizes, 
at least a little bit because of the fact that certain bonds aren't being paid because the government doesn't have the ability to pay its debt levels, even though they've already run up the debt, uh, that would be a more concerning feature. I'm with you on that. Um, Speaking of COLAs, do you have any opinion on Social Security and cost of living adjustments, and are they accurate for our senior citizens? Because that's turned into a big story on uh, Social Security not going up in the next couple of years. Yeah, well, the question is, you know, because it's based off of CPI trends, and CPI is not a bucket of goods that you and I buy. It's a bucket of goods that the entire economy buys. So, you know, if you look at what, you know, people that are that are of age of collecting Social Security and what their expenses are, their expenses are much different than the trends you see in Social Security, or sorry, so in, in the CPI numbers. So the inflation that these people may be uh, feeling, may be facing, is likely greater than what the CPI number is showing. And if that's the case, then you know their cost of living is definitely going to go down because their Social Security payments aren't going up to match you know, what they're experiencing in inflation. And I don't know if there's an easy way to solve that, um, at least in a situation that's fair for everybody, because, you know, the, the whole point is that some people experience more inflation than others, and the whole in the aggregate is, is what you get this economy-wide type CPI program. So it'll be interesting to see if future, you know, I don't know, congressional committees make a decision on changing the dynamic of how Social Security is uh, applied, I think more likely is that you're, you're, they're trying to cut payments. So the fact that the idea of lower increases is more beneficial to the, uh, to the pot of, of Social Security so that it, it could last theoretically longer. So it's an interesting dynamic. It, it's more of a, a political um, argument. I don't know the economic behind it, but you know, it's, I would definitely say that you know, probably seeing more inflation than what the CPI is showing, and, and it's probably worse off to, to senior citizens. In recent news, we've seen the home builders' confidence soar back to levels that were right around the time the home builders started to crash. Um, I see that there's a lot of home builder and uh, existing home sales, a lot of data coming up that you're going to be reporting on in the next week. Uh, do you put any value in home builders' confidence, or is it the when it's high, then you should be selling? Or I'll just let you talk about this. Yeah, I mean, the home builder confidence again, it's these surveys that ask you, you know, how are your feelings, what are you seeing? So I don't give much credence to the fact of, you know, is this number better than last month? That means we're going to see starts rise or we're going to see uh, sales rise, you know, in an immediate response to these indicators. But I think the overall improvement in confidence is good because I think the fact that we know that there is a shortage of inventory. We know that uh, inventories during normal times, during normal selling periods, are right around six months. And the inventory levels of both new and existing homes are considerably less than that. So we know that at current demand trends, we would expect to have higher inventories. Well, in the new home sector, the only way to get more inventories is if you build more. So the idea that confidence is improving and that they believe sales are going to increase, and we know that inventories are short today, would give hope that we would see an acceleration in 
uh, production and in construction specifically. And that's a big contributing factor to economic growth following recessions is a build in housing. You know, you typically have low interest rates to spur demand to buy big ticket items such as houses. Well, this recession was a housing induced crash. So we didn't have the big increase that would bring economic growth back towards potential. So now the fact that things are short and uh, builders need to build to meet demand and we expect demand to continue to improve as the economy improves, then we would expect to see a big jump in production, which should hopefully give a boost to overall economic growth. Throwing a little bit of a curveball at you. Um, I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal about a Harvard person. I don't want, I don't, I think he was an economist, his name's Raj Chetty, talking about mobility in the United States, the shrinking middle class, everyone seems to blame globalization, but he's blaming bad neighborhoods and bad teachers robbing children of the chance to climb into the middle class. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I don't know much about the human capital growth based on specific schools in certain areas and how that impacts you know, the, the upward mobility um, you know, I, I'm sure there's truth to that. I mean, the, you always see that, you know, poor neighborhoods don't, you, you know, you tend to get people staying in the same poor rural neighborhoods or same poor urban neighborhoods and, and rarely moving out. And a lot of that could be the fact that, you know, there is no uh, gain in, in job skills based on the school system that's there. I mean, a lot of it also could be the fact that there's, you know, low job growth to begin with. So, People that are staying there to end up, you know, not having the money to move out, which keeps their kids in the same area, which perpetuates the cycle. So, you know, I'm sure there's there's plenty of different uh, reasons for that, but I, I could agree that uh, that there's probably an, a, a correlation between the types of schooling that that occurs in these neighborhoods and the impact on uh, upward mobility into the middle class or upper middle class. Anything that you're working on, Dr. Jeff Rosen, as chief economist at briefing.com, that you want to make us aware of? Uh, I think that we have GDP coming out next month, next uh, week. Um, you know, right now we're pretty high; we're a little over three percent. Uh, the consensus is between one and one and a half percent. And I think the, the major difference between forecasts right now is that inventory component. Inventories are tough to forecast under normal circumstances, and this time we have some really wacky inflation figures. We've had some uh, deflationary PPI reports, and that type of stuff can throw the inventory numbers into whack. So I think that there could be a volatile number in the headline number. If we exclude inventories, I think real, real final sales are going to come in at roughly 3%. Um, our forecast is in line with the um, Atlanta Fed's GDP Now forecast of real final sales. So I think stripping out the inventories, which could give the headline number a little bit of a wacky uh, flavor, uh, growth in the third quarter is actually pretty good. Thanks very much. It's Dr. Jeff Rosen. You can find him at briefing.com. He's a, the chief economist at Briefing.com. Briefing.com is a wonderful group to work with. Um, they've got super bright people ranging every, from everything from uh, stock traders to momentum investors to story stock writers to technical analysis to market strategy, market analysis to even The Economist. Um, it's a site that I start my day at. at and, you know, I, I don't watch a lot of sitcoms, but I find just as much entertainment 
out of uh, perusing economic data and financial data as I do uh, back when I was 20 years old and watching sitcoms. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me online at robblack.com. You can find Briefing at briefing.com. They have an app as well. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.